The following podcast is rated E for explicit. It's intended for mature audiences only. They didn't play my song, though. Okay. Oh, that's my thing. Okay. Something's got me so no, excited, baby. No, that's just like the bad boy song. Oh, you only though. sing a little bit of it. You I don't go through the whole thing, though. But you don't do it, though. Why not? Because that's not how it goes. When you're singing with somebody else, you just sing a little bit. The Mary Jane Girls. Yeah. Is that who that, that's who sings the original? It's a random. Mary J redid the Mary J the Mary Jane Girls song. Yeah, I think it's Mary Jane Girls. Yeah, so like Mary something else and shit. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, sad related birthday, Mary J. Blige. Okay. I don't know how old she is. I was gonna ask you that. She's definitely her forty. Probably she like is 40, in her forties, but she looks like what they would consider somebody who lived a hard life. No, but she lost a lot of weight though. She I mean she was she like on the cover when it's like Shape magazine mm-hmm. like a couple years ago. Really? She told everything up and got. She didn't look toned in that bikini picture I just saw. Well, she looked. And that wig looked a little sweated out. Considering her life. Come on, come on now. That was thirty years ago. Like for real, she was on the snow. Right, but. And Casey was whooping her ass. (laughs) All right, that was again twenty-five years ago. It doesn't matter. So you mean to tell me we still give you a pass? And plus, look what she going through with Kendu ass. Well, that was, again, her fault. Stop getting with these crazy-ass guys. Eating the period. They started looking alike. That's what happened. <laughs> you never thought they looked alike? They could be simple? No, I'm Yeah, it was kind of scary. Okay. He want her to pay for his kids. I was about to say, they don't have kids together. But he want her to pay spouse she support. She don't have any kids, do she? He wants her to pay spouse support and play child support. For his kids. That's not... They're not her kids. So, spousal support, maybe. Child support... Why would she be playing spousal support? Is he rich? No. So He then, was her manager. So, then he probably want to live the way he been living. Live like you were before. Oh, come on. Y'all were in a dancery. I hated that I, I was... I couldn't even get it out fast enough. I fucking hated that People song. love that song. No. It didn't make any sense. The beat was, was knocking, Dr. but it was Dre. annoying. Like, I hated that song. And this dancery. Uh, no. I'll pass on that one. Seriously. Always. Like, every time. That whole era of Mary. I, well, you don't care for Mary. No, I don't. But she did have a song during that time that I did, like, um, I don't know. What, no? Oh, Just problem? Fine. That was years later. That All was, right, well. Like, that, Just Fine was 2007. Child, and I still don't, that's the only one. What's that song called? In the dancery? No. I don't know. All Night? And I barely yeah. even like that Just Fine song. I don't even know if that's the name of it. I like it, the Lil Wayne remix. Like the, the Chuck Rock remix. Treat me right. No. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right, the good right, one. Right. Not the original. Yeah. Again. Mary's best. Well, I, I like Mary. I know. Share My World was such a great album. I Can Love You with a little gun. No, I liked, I liked her back then. Seven Days? I liked her back then. Your Child. Your Child? I don't know that. It said it's your child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget about all That was a classic. I like all those. That was when Mary was, you know, a bad boy, on the bad boys, you know. But now I don't care. I haven't cared since she hit the 2000s. <laughs> you missed a lot. You don't like the breakthrough? What's the breakthrough? With Take Me As I Am and um, 
Gotta be with you, gotta be with you, wanna be with you. Oh, I love that song. That was actually, I lied. That was my only song that I loved. Like, I really... And that album was so Okay, good. but that wasn't like... I love this Mary J. Blige song. It was like, I love this song. That's that So that could have been anyone else, and I would have loved the song. If I ever make an album, I want Brian Michael Cox to write it. I need don't, violence Can we by just him. not... Because you know I don't know the songwriters by her. But, listen, it would be lit. If you know, you know. Give me Brian Michael Cox to... Write my ballots. Give me Rich Harrison. Of course, he did crazy. Freakum Dress. Soldier. Freakum Dress had some lyrics that didn't make any sense. I told the Soldier. I'm talking about production. Oh, alright. Not songwriting. Okay. Matter of fact, let Missy just produce my I was about to say, Missy, Timbaland, they can, listen, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Pharrell can produce something, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he does it. Yeah. Um, who else? And if The Weeknd can write me a version of Six Inch <laughs> <laughs> that has the same vibe yes. of Six Inch, yeah, he's not featured on it though. He can like do like a little background. No, book. I'm good. Just give give me the track, and I'll. But that's not cool though. I would just carry Hilson. He actually is on GQ. Um, you know he is he with fucking. Um, I know. Uh, I know. When I heard that, I was like, why? I'm like. She's not even legal. She's not even cute. Well, I, she do got a pie face. She has a hideous face. Hideous. She has a pie. Okay, face. pie. Yeah, but still, really. And plus, she won that all eyes matter shit. So, Gomez. Mm-hmm. Right. See. Okay. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Gomez. All eyes matter. Mm-hmm. All I know is I but definitely expected she? more from him. I mean, she's in her twenties. I would assume. She was with Justin and he he's in his 20s now. Yeah, he looks like he's in his 30s. Yeah, he's doing that white aging thing. Aging like milk. It's so unfortunate. But how old was the weekend? Like 29, 28. Really? Um, maybe. You know? Maybe not. I don't listen. I don't listen to him for his age. I listen to him for his music. As it should be. Well, now he was still in the gold mess. I can't. I, can't Listen, I know. Him. But see, Starboy, I, I wasn't feeling that whole album anyway. But that's what happened. He Sidewalk got soft. was good. He got soft when he started dating her. Creamy. Well, ass. he's not on drugs anymore, right? Isn't that what's his thing? Then I don't want to hear it. So you want him to be intoxicated? <laughs> yes. That's the only thing I want to hear. I want to hear him in Six Feet Under. Uh, that's what's called Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under. Anything with a six. Kills. Yes. And, yes. Because Six Inches was. Six inch. Six inch. What is? Yeah. So yeah, I don't care for. When I saw that, I was like, "Wait, him what? in a relationship that doesn't excite me." That's like Drake and Taylor Swift. No, it really is though. You know, Drake is with. Drake. I know now that, but I'm here for that though, because only because J Lo is 46 and looks 16. That bitch looks great. Okay. But it's like. But it's Drake, and I, Drake can get anyone. I don't know how though. He's light skinned and like Canadian. <laughs> Those are all. What do you have against light skinned people? What do you have against Canadians? He's not American, and nobody's trying to kick him out. And um, <laughs> they aren't. They aren't. We ain't building walls up near Niagara Falls now, are we? We ain't building shit. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Anyway. Well, you know I'm part part Canadian. Canadian. I figure. Yeah. Well, oh. then you I always, that's why I told people in third grade. You should be getting prepared to leave then. Why? If allegedly they're kicking y'all out. They're only kicking out the southern border, not the northern. 
They wouldn't kick Canadians out because no, they is, wouldn't. I mean, because they're is. mostly they got a large. They do have a large black population. Yeah. He ain't my type. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's J Lo's type. I know, but J Lo is also south of the border too. So what? J Lo is from the Bronx. Hispanic descent, though. That was. A low, even for you, south of the border. I'm just saying. You know how offended I was not found out that south of the border is in South Carolina. Yeah, I'm not saying. Like, really? Do you think that your aunts were going any further than that? I was when so they were going. To I felt like personally to. <laughs> what is like a restaurant? No, it's like a whole like a tourist like thing. You can buy like souvenirs and all types of shit. How, well, I'm sure that you can eat there. Yeah, but how American? Yeah. Why don't you just go to an Indian reservation? That's what it looks like. Why did you go to Oklahoma? It looks like a Mexican reservation. It's all bright lights really? and like, yeah, you can't miss it. That's for sure. I was like, wait, south of the border. I was like, South Carolina. So <laughs> like, Two of these things just don't go together. I think it's like south of the Mason-Dixon line. Is that what the point is? The Mason-Dixon line isn't like in... Well, you know, to me, anything below... Is that not true, though? Maybe I need to Google that. Because I'm not sure what makes it south of what border. South Carolina? North Carolina's border shit? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody... We have to find people who live in South Carolina. What do they have How in many South people Carolina? do we know that live in South Carolina? I don't know any. People Not a one. Carolina? Who live in South Carolina? Why would you live in South Carolina? What is South Carolina? What, is it, what do they bring to the union? Peaches. That's Georgia. Pe- Georgia, South Carolina got peaches too, asshole. Georgia does. Not, I mean, so- <clears throat> Georgia is not the only place with peaches, though. You know that, right? South Carolina can't take Georgia's thing. But Georgia is literally not the only place that have peaches. Yeah, but it's a Georgia peach, not a South Carolina peach. Oh Maybe they make like South Carolina like. <laughs> but you know, Florida ain't the only place with oranges. How do we know that? California oranges. I never heard no fucking California My oranges. Florida has orange juice, and we get our actual oranges from California. You say tomato, I say tomato. All right, I don't even care. I don't know how you don't know that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right. I'll have to Google what South Carolina brings to the table. Okay. South of the border. That's not theirs. Whose is it? The people actually south of the border. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, I don't know. I really don't know what the hell is there. What do you have in Tennessee? Steak. In Tennessee, they have Nashville. Duh. Yeah, but like, what do they, what is is Tennessee known for? Nashville, Tennessee, their music. They don't have any foods? I mean, I'm sure they do, but... Texas is steak. Texas is steak? Texas steak, right? I don't know. I don't eat steak, so I wouldn't know. Never have, never will. I ain't interested. I could use a good steak. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just, like, motorboat a steak? (laughs) See where my mind is. But, welcome to the show. Right! Hello. Yes. Welcome to episode 9 of the Outspoken Siblings. Yes, we're here. Episode 9. I was about to... Never mind. Shut up. I know. <laughs> you are such an ass. <laughs> Get used to it. Don't talk about What movie was this? I'll check my... Oh, yeah! <laughs> Can you stay out of my brain, please? I know you. Oh, my God. I didn't just meet you. Um. Oh, boy. <laughs> it has been uh, a long day. How's your week? How about that? Well, besides the fact that I'm losing my voice. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah, and I sound like a 12-year-old. 
Mm, you keep going between Barry and a, un, and a boy who hasn't hit puberty. It's really a weird. A 12 year old and a 68 year old. There you, you go. Know, it's really weird. <laughs> um, my week has been exhausting. I'm tired. I'm ready for it to be over just so I can rest, rest up. Especially just because I feel like I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. So I think that rest is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, I think that might be why you're getting sick because you haven't maybe. been Maybe. It's like I'm, I'm really running on autopilot. <coughs> but yeah. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But how are you? Yeah. Um, well, you know that our bodies don't realize that they're not twins. So when one's down, the other's down. I feel, I don't feel like I'm getting sick. Don't roll your eyes at me. I don't feel like I'm getting sick, but I am physically exhausted. Just. Yeah. Drained. And I mean, this is the highlight of my week. So I look forward to that. But I don't know. Um,. I feel like my body is just physically stressed. And that's that's okay, you know? There's remedies for that, but yeah. overall I'm just physically stressed. Tweet had a great song called Remedy. Oh yeah. I had a snippet of it. Which album is that? It was supposed to be on this last album, but mm-hmm. it got Didn't show. make the cut. Okay. But it's so good. Yeah, this week has been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. I, like I literally this today's like technically my Friday at work and I just want to like blah, 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 shake it all off like you know, get rid of this week's nonsense. I'll edit that part out because technically it's Sunday. But that still can be my Friday. <laughs> okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like my Again, she's not a prostitute. She does keep oh weird hours, God. but... I do keep weird hours. She's not, you know, have her... <laughs> do um, we have to, like, constantly say I that I'm not I just don't want people to be But I feel like that gives the... Gives Are you an escort? <laughs> How much does it pay? Listen, <laughs> I told you, I, I will give you some strange How for some change. Is the pay? Listen, that's all I need. Jesus knows my heart. Listen, exactly. You know how many prostitutes probably kiss their um rosary, their rosary before they go Down. do their thing. Yeah, <laughs> Shit. Lord have mercy. Yes. Anyway, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened to last week's episode. It was uh, part one. Of a two-part episode, mm-hmm. which happens to be the second part, <laughs> yeah, the second and third part, the second installment, right, of our fuck fear series, right. where we talk. This time, we're talking about acceptance. Um, so, on this week's episode, you will hear you will hear part two um, of our conversation from last week. As a matter of fact, you're going to hear part, part one, one and part two. two. So you're going to double. You'll hear it all together, yeah, and hopefully, you're able to. Get something it'll out bring, of it. Yeah, hopefully it'll bring a little bit more clarity to you yeah. from, you know, hopefully you work through a few things like we did from last week and accepting some things and maybe this will bring a little bit more acceptance and open and clarity to whatever you had to accept last week. So I, I think it'll be good. Well said. And we'll be back with more right after this. Hey guys, it's Tony. I just wanted to remind you guys to follow us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also send your listener letters, comments, um, any topic ideas, anything that you want to talk to us about to our email, which is outspokensibs at gmail.com. Let's get back to the show. So this week, we're going to discuss acceptance. This is actually part two in our Fuck Fear series, if you recall... Uh, about two, three weeks ago. Actually, episode five 
we did, uh, it was titled Fuck Fair, and we sort of, well not sort of, we actually did just open up a bit about how fear plays a part in our lives, uh, whether we recognize it or whether we accept it, it's right. there. Right. Um, so this is, an, this is an extension of that, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be an ongoing series, you know, until we stop. Until. <laughs> yeah. That we're going to just dive in with a little deeper topics. Um, just to peel back the onion, if yeah, you will. because there's layers and levels. Yes. And we appreciate all of the feedback that we've gotten yeah. on the Fuck for episode. Yeah. Um, been, yeah. I think that's, I mean, like, we wanted to do it for us, but then because we've gotten so much positive feedback, it kind of is like, well, let's go further because... I think this is a human being thing. This yeah. isn't a this isn't a, a woman, man, white, black. This is very much it's like universal. I am living and breathing and it affects me, you know? So it's definitely something everybody can relate to in one way or another. So yeah, I'm excited to dig into it because I think it's pretty important and um anything that makes me nervous is a good thing, so why not? Yes. I'm with you on that. That's how I am. Yeah. And this is, yeah, my feet are sweating. I'm like, I'm like literally like, damn, I got gas. <laughs> so, I think that we should start off by talking about acceptance and how it relates to fear. Okay. Uh, because the two go hand in hand. Um, because you have to get to a place to where you accept and acknowledge the fact. Exactly. That you are fearful. Right. Because until then, you're just in denial. Yeah. Like, and you have to accept and acknowledge the fact, okay, I'm going to be fearless. Yes. Um, I'm ready to do this, and I'm going to do it. So they're very much related. Very much. Same wheelhouse. Yeah. Cousins of each other. Yeah, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to expound on that a little bit? Um. Yeah, so I think that... Um, they are very much connected. Like, I, I think, honestly, you don't get one without the other. The same way we discussed in the Fuck Fear episode that love is, like, the opposite of fear. I think with fear, acceptance is, it's, like you said, it's little brother, it's little sister, you know. It's like, it, I said cousins, you, but... You literally don't get one without the other. They're twins. And I say that because, like, again, like you just said, to really reiterate, just in order for me to say, you know what, I'm going to allow this, I'm going to make space for this in my life, I just accepted something, you know, something, whatever it is, and I am ready to do this. I'm ready to knock this shit out of the park. Now, on the flip side of that is, when you decide to be fearless and do something, the you, we often expect for everyone to accept what we're doing. And that is usually not the case. Nine times out of ten, what you have just accepted, no one else has accepted of you. So you, you have to put on some armor and create some thick skin to even get past that. Because now you have to deal with the backlash that you'll get by accepting whatever that is that you've accepted. So, um... I think that's a double-edged sword. sword excuse me. Oh, yes. Sword. <laughs> yeah, that's sword. Uh, it's a double-edged sword because it takes a while for you, the individual, mm-hmm. to accept whatever it is. Right. And then once you do, 
Excuse me. Because I think in that process of accepting what it is, you know, or most people know in the back of their mind, okay, the result of me accepting this is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's about to be a shit story. And you know it's a negative, too. It's always yeah. a, a quote-unquote a consequence mm-hmm. to whatever it is you do. So you have to get in your mind and put that armor on and really have this attitude like, okay, I can handle whatever it is. Right. So it's just a journey just to get to that just point. to get to that To where point. you can accept it, mm-hmm. and then you can say it. You can speak it out of your mouth. Right. But sometimes you can accept the shit and still not be able to verbalize it. Because when you verbalize it, it makes it real. It makes it real. real. Well, that's, again, yes. why fear goes hand in hand. Because I'm telling you, when you finally say it out of your mouth, when you finally write it down, when you finally make it real, yeah. it's there. You don't get to take backwards. You no. know You know why, partly, and this is going to probably sound weird, but hear me out. Partly why I enjoy writing. When I have a clean page, you don't get that page back. No. Once it's written on, it's just there. It is there. You can wipe that bitch out. You can do whatever it is you want. It's there. Yeah. So now you're committed to it. You know? Now you you really have to, like, go forth with whatever it is. And so goes life. Because now you've put these words out and you've decided, you know what? I am a writer. I am a pilot. I am a runner or whatever the case may be. Now you have to act on these things because you're only a runner if you actually go running. You're only a pilot if you actually can fly a plane or are going to learn to fly a plane. You're a writer if you're actually putting pen to paper. Um, otherwise, you're just fooling yourself. Yeah. You know, the people who already thought you couldn't do it are right because you're literally not doing it. You're just fooling yourself. But when you do it and you really commit and make it real, and I don't mean committing like, you know, like, what we think of as commitment. Yeah. You know, this is my lifelong thing. No, I'm talking about committing by actually committing the act. By just doing the thing that you're saying you're going to do and be fearless about doing it and accepting the fact that this is what you've chosen to do. I'm standing behind what I said I'm going to do 100% and I'm just going to do it. That commitment, I think, is another thing. It's so it's <laughs> I know, crazy it's to me. Layers. Yeah, because it's really just like mind boggling. Because now that we're even sitting there talking about it, I'm thinking about myself mm-hmm. and just things that I've accepted. But it's like you may have accepted it, but are you living it? Right. Has it changed anything? You know, has it changed you in any way? Or is it changing how you interact with people? Because if not, then you really haven't accepted, accepted it. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because yeah. it's like I thought I got past exactly, this shit already. Exactly. And it's like this has been such a journey to get here. Now you know what? I, because you said that, yeah. I think it's also interesting because we think of acceptance as a good thing. Yeah. Not so. Not always so. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is, I'm going to use this example just because it is real mm-hmm. and it is affecting people every day. But abuse. You know you are being abused and you have accepted mm-hmm. that you can't get out of this abusive relationship, this abusive um, work situation. Because some of us are being abused at work and don't realize that it's abuse. Yeah. You know? Just because you're not being hit doesn't mean that you're not you know, being verbally attacked or verbally abused or even sexually abused in a way that like this guy is saying things to you or this woman, woman is... That's what I was about to say. Or this woman is walking by you touching your butt just because she's a woman... That's still sexual abuse. Okay, so we are being abused and we accept it. Well, I can't say anything because. 
Or, well, I have said something, but he or she, well, they love me. And they wouldn't, if they didn't care, da, da, da. We've accepted this. And it's not true. You know? They've accepted the fact that you have accepted it. The abuser has decided they're going to let me, so it's okay. You know? She or he is afraid to deal with the situation, so I'm good. And as long as you, the the abused, continue to say, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. You know? You haven't accepted the fact that there's a whole world out there. You can do whatever it is that you want. Literally believe that you can do anything that you want. You've accepted on the flip side that you can't. And you can't get out of this situation. And you don't know. Really, it's that you don't know how to get out of the situation. You know, you can't be afraid to lose this money because your coworker is grabbing your ass at work every day. You know, you just either they got to get fired or you got to leave this job. One or the other. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like We accept things. And don't realize that we are accepting it. We're accepting this minimal ass pay when we are worth much more, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So acceptance doesn't, doesn't always come in like, oh, I've accepted that, um, you know, I'm great and that's just it. Everybody else is going to have to deal with it. No. Because I think what it is is that, like I mentioned earlier, accepting whatever it is mm-hmm. comes with a price. As, like you said, such is life. That you have to know that this decision you made and decide, okay, this is it, whatever it may be, right. comes with shit. That can be good shit. Or bad shit. Or bad shit. Yeah. But shit will come. And if you know, I gotta know, when it's good, when shit's going good, oh, you better believe it. <laughs> because, you know, the sh- real shit is on its, it's way. coming. It's just around the corner. That's what I'm saying. So you have to be able to navigate through it, which is not easy. No. Because just as we just said, it's a process to get to a point where you can say, okay, I, can, I, I accept what this is. But it's a double process. It is. Yes, you've accepted Like I said, yes, you've accepted it, but the world around you hasn't no, accepted it. No, and that's the shit. You know? So I gave you an example, but I'm going to talk about it to everyone else, and that is... Um, I decided 11 years ago, God, I can't believe it. And it's only 11 years because it's been, it's now 2017, but technically it's 10 years ago. 11 years, regardless, it's 11 years. While I was pregnant with my son, actually, I decided not to relax my hair anymore. Um, and... It was something that I just, like, you know, it's not that big a deal, but just in case, I'm not going to do it, right? After I had him, I continued to go relaxer-free. Like, oh, well, I know how to do it now. It's not a big deal. Um, But I was still putting heat on my hair. My hair was still pressed out, so you would never have known the difference. 2008, which I can't believe was almost a decade ago. What the hell? I did a big chop. When no one was doing big chops, you know? Explain what a big chop is. For a big chop being cutting all of your relaxed hair and even some of your natural hair to get to, like, literally down to the nitty gritty. And could like, you explain what a relaxer is to the underlighting as well? I'm sorry, what? Sure. A relaxer is essentially chemicals that usually is placed on coarse hair. Um, black women, i.e. black women. 
Um, but just in general, coarse hair, and it's to make it straight, which is called a relaxer because you want the hair to be relaxed enough to be straightened and pressed out. No lie? No lie. Like, you no, put lie. Li- yeah. no, like, literally, no lie. L-E-L-Y-E. Well, I said that only but, because some people may not no, know. No, I know. No, you're right. <laughs> but, no, um, years ago, if you've ever seen the um, Mock of X movie, when he gets a relaxer. <laughs> when he got a conk? Yes, when he got a conk, he has lie in it. And, and that's why I was burning, burning so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so no lie. No <laughs> lie. that shit. But no, um, so I decided not to get any more relaxers, and I went natural, okay? So I remember this first day, October 2008, getting all of my hair cut off, okay? And getting on the train to go to work, there were people snickering amongst themselves, okay? Not even looking at me. I just assumed they were talking about me. Why? Because I hadn't actually accepted what I had just done, Okay? And I knew that in the moment, but I was like in denial. Like, I know they're talking about me, right? And then I get to work, and it didn't make things better because then my boss had the audacity to tell me that my hair was too ethnic and that I needed to put a headband on. He proceeded to ask me, give me money to go to the store to buy a headband. So I felt like what I had done was wrong. It was just a bad idea. Like, I shouldn't have done this, but of course, I don't get to take my hair back on. The shit is gone. It just is what it is. And then it took me about a week or two before I just decided, you know what? This was the right decision because it was the right decision for you. And anybody else, the people around you just have to deal. Like they just have to get the fuck over it because this isn't their hair. They need to keep their opinion and their politics out of your hair because it's not theirs to deal with. Um, and then as the years have gone on, if you've known me, you know that I have hair evolutions all the time. Um, I actually just cut my hair a couple months ago from having a nice big fro or twist style or whatever you would call it. But I am going through a hair transition right now. But I think that a lot of women, particularly black and brown women who are going in, who have decided to go back to their root and go literally, um, go natural, deal with this because it is our crown. Okay. It's, it's the first thing you see besides our face when you look at us. So of course we want it to look nice. We want it to look good. We want it to look, you know, in a way that's presentable and we want to be comfortable, which comes with acceptance because if I'm not comfortable, I can't accept what I look like. So to have people constantly telling me to be uncomfortable in my skin, in my hair, it's also telling me to not accept what God gave me and to accept what I'm supposed to look like. And it took a little while, but I'm by by Thanksgiving of that same year, 2008, I remember seeing pictures of uh, you and me where I'm like Afro proud and don't give a shit. I remember that picture. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I did not care. By then, oh, I was in it. Bitch, this is who I am, and you just have to get over it. So that has done nothing but evolve, because I'm really, like, black and, and absolutely proud. Um, and it starts with my hair, for me. But, like I said, two women who are trying to accept the fact that this is how their hair is, and sometimes we have good days, and sometimes we have bad, because humidity is not our friend. It is what it is. Friends... Family, boyfriends, girlfriends, people are going to make comments. People are going to have shit to say because they haven't accepted what you look like. They haven't accepted the real you. They've accepted the representative that you sent all these years. But now, 
you're telling them, you know what? I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to be me. And you have to continue to love me or get the fuck out my face. And that's just it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I personally have dealt with that. I'm kind of dealing with it now because my reason, the, the motive behind me having straight hair right now isn't one that's deriving from what I want to do. But it's one of a career sort of thing. And it's like, well, you know, you kind of need to do this in order to get there. And that's usually not how I live. But I kind of have to play the game right now in order to get ahead. But my hair is still natural. <laughs> it is still, I went for a workout today and these roots still fluffed up. <laughs> know that. <laughs> so, um, you it know. It looks good, by the way. Thank you. But it is what it is. And I think that, like, just using that example, it takes some time, like you said, there's a journey for you to accept who you are and to accept this decision, i.e., like I said, being the hair. But then, once you do it, you got to put that full armor on. You got to put the thickest skin you can grow on because bitches are going to try you. They are going to hate that you've decided to be you. Why? Because the world is always telling us that we shouldn't be us. Buy this makeup. Buy these higher heels. Fucking laser the hair off your underarms. Do anything you can to not be who you actually are. So here you are, being who you are, letting your nappy-ass hair flow, and everybody's got something to say about it. Usually not positive. Well, I say, do you, boo. And hopefully, may your edges stay intact. And your fro, your twist out, be as gorgeous as it ever can be. Amen. <laughs> and wear your crown as brightly as you can. Because they're going to hate no matter what you do. That's true. But it's interesting just because for my own, my own journey of really accepting Monte in everything about him. Mm-hmm. Like, as we discussed earlier, those things that nobody claps for right like learning to love the skin i'm in yeah and being whole like 100 percent. like listen this is me and if it doesn't fit in with the whatever narrative you're trying to create then i guess i don't fit in it and i'm fine with it if i'm not for you i'm just not for you and i ain't for everybody and it's crazy because like i'm still working Mm -hmm. through that like still like to this day on this hour Literally in this conversation. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> like literally right. as I sit here. Right. And it is just eye opening. And it's it's crazy because like I said talked to you earlier. Like I can remember like since I can remember. Always feeling like there's something wrong with me. What the fuck? Like you know what I mean? Like, there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what. Right. <laughs> but something Wait, something's not right. Yeah, something may not be right. And it was like, even like growing up, it was like, okay, I don't understand what's ha- you know what's going on, what's happening. Um, but then I got to a point where it was like, listen, I think I'm pretty cool. You know, I'm not here killing anybody. I'm a mass murderer. You know, I pay my taxes. Shit, begrudgingly. Um, you know, I donate to charity. Um. I love my neighbor. <laughs> I, I, I don't covet my neighbor's shit. Um, you know, I cuss, yeah. 
And my worst crime is cussing. Then listen, motherfucker. That's just what it is. I had to tell a mom that one day when she was like, you curse in front of your kids? I said, bitch, I am a homeschooler. I have decided not to work, not to make any money with my life, do anything else except teach them to be the best people they can be. I can curse whenever the fuck I want to. Thank you. Because if that's my worst crime, you can mind your fucking business. That is my worst crime? (laughs) Girl. (laughs) But seriously, like, when you have to sit there and wait all the time, like, well, wait. Because if me being me is my worst crime, then what the fuck? Because when I compare my, not to say I'm some type of saint, um, but I think fear did limit and does limit Mm -hmm. what I do, whom I do, (laughs) and how I do it. You know what I mean? Because it's that thing, like, I don't want to Again, let that. Oh my god, this is getting deeper than I expected. But let that, um, like you said, that representative that has been built, like to go against what that is, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. But it's like I don't want to, because wait, no, because if you see the cracks, then wow. We really don't know you at all, don't do we? Well, and you know what? Because you <laughs> and I talked about that. Yes. Like, the people who are the closest to us actually don't know shit about us. Yeah. Well, they know. Like, I mean, I would say that I know you. Yeah. But there's plenty yeah. that I don't know about you. And you definitely don't know about me. <laughs> yeah. But I think, not because I don't trust you with my information. Not because... And likewise. Likewise. But I feel like it's just because it it's accepting yeah, me it, accepting who I am exactly. to be in front of you yeah. because this person holds me in this light, in this regard, in this you know, and not even on a pedestal, but just in like, well, this is this is you because I always thought that that was you. Yeah, okay, but little do we know that if we just accept, you know, that telling you blah blah blah, you would totally accept me. Like, yeah. okay, so you're just gonna stop me and my brother because yeah. if I ask all this time, you know, right? So. I think that, again, it comes from, seriously, a deep-rooted place of acceptance on our own personal behalf. Mm-hmm. Because we have to accept, again, two-part. And I'm going to keep reiterating this no, because, because I really want to get home with it. It's that. a process. It is a process. But yes. the process being, A, accepting what it is about you that needs to be accepted, okay? Getting over that fear and deciding, this is just who the fuck I am. This is what I am. This is how I am. Boom, right? And then, allowing everyone else to accept it. Yeah. Because you have to also create a little space for their acceptance. And we... Just a little bit. Why didn't we press record when we talked this earlier? Because remember, we were talking about how you were like, I can't cuss everybody the fuck out. No, you can't. I can't. You want to? Yes. I can't slay all these demons at one time. But, (laughs) and I'm saying leave a path, and I'm not, and I know sometimes I can, even like on my Instagram, I have people say that all the time, like, well, you're saying love everybody. Well, some people don't deserve love. Everyone deserves love. Everybody. I don't care. They may not deserve your, your presence, your kindness at that, you know, like, they may not deserve you to be in their space anymore but they're human and they deserve your love so even down to the biggest <laughs> you know like okay so you may not accept my fro right but I do yeah so I'm going to accept the fact 
that you don't accept it, and I'm going to move my ass on around. And that's a place that I think is difficult for people to get to because it's so much easier to live in the land of petty. Oh, yeah. I'm mayor of Pettyville. Listen. And. Because <laughs> if and you're the mayor, was, then I'm the. What's, what's right under the mayor? Shit. The deputy mayor? All right. I don't know. I'll take it. You can be I'm the sheriff. I'm your right hand, goddamn yes. Yes. That's what I am. Your <laughs> ace. Yes. Right there. Petty no, is that. I wouldn't say, I would like say it even that it's petty, mm-hmm. but I think it, it takes a certain. You have to be in a certain place to be able to love. Yes. No, and, and I get it. And I don't get I'm not ridiculous. I no, get I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I No, know, I know. But yeah. I'm just saying I get I do get yeah. that. Because but I agree. I'm not a saint. There's plenty of people that I'm like, fuck this man. But but yeah. my overall morale is that you have to. Like, it's not an option to me. Yeah. Because because I truly believe in karma. I truly believe that you are not going to get shit if you didn't give shit. Absolutely. Like, no, period. Oh, absolutely. Like, you can honestly sit here and say, like you said, you're a good person. You give to charity. That's important. It may not seem like it. But if you are in a situation where you can, not because you have to, but because you can. First of all, just a side note. <laughs> Why, why am I sitting here thinking like that? I really just say on this podcast I give to charity. I feel like such an elitist. No, that was a very elitist thing to say. No, but I didn't but mean you it know that why, way. But you but know, I didn't mean it that way. No, I know you didn't. But let me explain why that's. It was an elitist thing to say, but it didn't come from an elitist place. Yeah, it didn't. Because you can only have five dollars, and if you give one, karma's gonna come back to you, and that's all that needs to be done. That's yeah, it. but I don't know why I'm sitting here. I'm like, that sounds like yeah, up no, the end. No, so because you're a good person, because you give. No, but you understand what I'm trust saying. Trust me, you can be the brokest person and be and giving to charity doesn't mean your money all the time. That's true. It can mean your time because people don't realize how valuable that shit is. That's why people don't mind wasting it all the time. Don't waste sure. my goddamn. But you know my motto. You know my motto about charity used to be what? Because now you're about to be an elitist. Well, not, but see, that was before. <laughs> see, when you know better, you do better. <laughs> Please. I was working from a, pl- a different place. Okay. They say charities for pussies. Okay, see. But I was always was that when I was volunteering and you was like, what? Why are you wasting your time doing that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Because right. I'm a little, you know, I'm a good person, but I'm, I'm like a 4% asshole. Five. Let's see you five. 4.5. All right. 4.75. Ish. Anyway, I love you anyway. <laughs> All I'm saying, <laughs> All I'm saying is that um, even when people aren't accepting you, you still have to continue to accept oh, absolutely. them. Yeah. And what they're going through because it's not about you. Their acceptance of you isn't even about you. It's about them and why the fuck they can't get over whatever their beef is with you. Have you just met me? I'm just saying <laughs> for the people. It is so true. No, but that is true. Let me tell you. Because but it, you have to be grounded enough in your shit and who you are yeah. to get to that place where you can say, you know what? You are possibly, no, you are like being the biggest dick ever. ever. For no reason at all. Just because you're hateful, <laughs> you're miserable, and you this realize you can. realize that this is as good as it gets for you. Right. And, you know, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? 
But as for me and in my house, you know, we not about that shit. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to love you in the sense that I don't wish any harm against exactly. you at all. Exactly. I don't even have any ill will towards you because mm-hmm. truth be told. That's too much energy. Way too much energy. And that's something too that I'm learning as I got older is that I don't have the time. No. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying to you and uh, bringing it back. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> that it really takes a lot of fucking energy to hate someone. Yes. It takes a lot of fucking energy to give a fuck enough. No, like to, to really hate. to really hate somebody. Like for real. So that's why I was about I'd to say. I'd rather be indifferent. I was about to say that even for an example of racist, like a hardcore, like legit down home fucking racist, okay? A, you really took the time. You really wasted the time is what you did. Basically. Because no one else cares, okay? Yeah. That's number one. Number two. The problem isn't me. The problem is your problem with me, which is nothing, bitch. Because I can't change this skin. Are you upset because you can't tan? I think that I'm pretty much. That you have to go buy this. Pump up your lips. Child. That I don't have to. Are you upset that. Never mind. Whatever it is that, that you're upset. Your daughter. Only wants the brown D and not. Okay. All I know is. I'm still black <laughs> until the day I die. No MJ, okay? All I know, or or shit, or LK, because hmm? you can lie and say you ain't bleach your skin if you want to, bitch. I've seen LK, Lil Kim. Oh, shit the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm, I'm like LK. Have you seen? She didn't. It's the makeup. Then get a new color because that shit is off, way off. When you go through things, you listen. Just... No, 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 no. Anyway, that is no. I will not accept that fucking that bad makeup. That's what I won't do. Anyway, <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Judge someone else because I see it in your eyes. I'm not. You're judging, judging me. I'm judging that shitty makeup. I won't accept. Listen, it. Listen, if you want to look like a clown. Not like Barman and Bailey, like the scary clowns that was like in people's <laughs> woods and shit this past fall. Yeah. But that's between you and your guy. Okay. But as for moi, mm-hmm. I'm good. No, I'm good. All the way good. But anyway, no, back to my example. People like racist bigots, all of those things. I don't even see it for you because you don't see it for yourself. Because if you did, you wouldn't be out here spreading this badass karma. You wouldn't be bothering you know, because nothing good is going to come to you when you have nothing but hate and malice in your heart. Excuse me. And I think that um, sometimes, unfortunately, we don't take a step back as the person being hated on. We don't take a step back and realize that. It's human nature. You know, I know. But we really, you really do have to think of it in that, in, in. To, just to piggyback off of that, Go on. the racist thing is that. How I interpret it mm-hmm. and what helps me sleep at night like a baby is that there is clearly something about me, me. Oh, amen. and my people amen. that you hate so, so bad and that you've been hating since, since we arrived amen. at this since motherfucker. Since you brought No, since you dipped here. over Hello. and you saw, well, what these what? 
black Look at all this ass. Yes, these ass, these women out here with no shirts on. Listen. These people just flourishing over here. Beautiful. And oh, we must take it. How do you get yes. skin? It's so tough. And how can you just continue to be oppressed and go through all this shit but and still, still rise. Walk, walk around with a smile with your chest poked out? Yes. And then how, how, how dare you? You play these sports, you catch a ball. You know, you catch a ball, you, you dribble a ball. High, you, you know, that's fast. all you do. But yet, we're out here, you know, we're buying your jerseys, going to your games, and then you're able to And be continuing po- to hire you and pay you millions to do it. Exactly. And then you make this music and you... That we want to steal every chance we But get. no, you're like poets and you can put rhymes together. <laughs> together. And then, yeah. I don't understand, but... It's so beautiful, and then but... When music but plays, you have the ability to stay on beat. And you can just do all these great but things. But it's so hateful. The but, things that you talk about are so hateful. But, you know, it's that, that skin thing. Yeah. That, that... You would be brave, but I don't get it. I don't understand. No. So instead of me trying to figure it out or figure out what's wrong with me, I'm just going to hate you. Because it's easier for me to say, well, you're beneath me mm-hmm. because you don't look like me. Right. No, that's all summed up into one lump. That's pretty much what it is. So yeah. it's... Definitely something about me and us that has you hot and bothered. So I can sleep at night knowing, like I said on episode one, mm-hmm. during that time frame, that what happened on November 8th was simply that these folk, you know, mm-hmm. got so bothered and so heated by the things that happened on November 4th, 2008. And they could not believe. They could not, even though some of these same people that did what they did on the 8th were a part of what happened on the 4th right. in 2008. Surprisingly. They were like, well, wait now. This wait a minute. Much. Because in that time, some shit has happened. Like, you know, they think they run something now. Like, they're, they're proud of themselves. Yeah, they're proud of them, themselves. And, oh my God, here they go. They're, oh my God, they might actually go to school and... Yeah, no, oh my God, shit's and happening. And these, these people are, like, really, they're protesting. Right. And they're starting to organize things. And they're starting things, to realize that they they're have, starting, that they can they, do shit. Yeah, they're having that same thing, you know, back in the 60s. Yeah, like... Like, you know, when that, that King guy, that you guy. know, when he was leading them and they were marching and shit and... You know, that other, that Muslim guy, that ex, that, guy. that damn ex. With the, with the Hawaii in his hair. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that whole thing. So, wait, we got to do something because this is getting out of control. Out of hand. Because, wait, not only are it's the black ones, it's, it's the one that can speak that other language. Right. You know, ones. the one that makes the tacos the, the that we love. Ones, right. The Taco the, Bells. The, duh. The ones we need to build the wall for. Yeah, the ones that are coming stealing our jobs. That's Those what it ones. is. Those ones. We're not, we're not outsourcing them. No. They're coming in and stealing no. them. Right. And then these people, they practice Islam. But wait, they can't do that because you're telling me these women, they, they purposely cover themselves? Right. And wait. This they is respect a, themselves. This is a religion. What is this? That, no, this is a religion to where the women are, they have to be oppressed because it's a religion. Right. And they treat their people so horribly and they can't do X, Y, and Z. But... It was too much of that going on. And this guy, he has to be. He's from Kenya. So he must be Muslim. He has to be. Muslim. And he's not even really black. He's not all the way black. He's not all the way He's, he's kind of black. Yeah, I mean, his dad is black, but doesn't count. It's not, it's not too dark. It is, right. If it's not too black, I mean, it ain't. A, no. So he's technically not the first black president. Technically. Because uh, it don't get no blacker than Kenya. I mean, and he's, from, he's from Chicago. 
Like, no blacking in Chicago. And did he really get accepted to Harvard? Did he or was really, that, or was that like... Was a, that affirmative action? Right. Maybe had, he's not that smart. But his wife did... Is see. that his wife? Oh. That's probably not. Maybe not. You know, it maybe may, that could be his side, and we haven't seen the wife. Maybe, yet. because he must be married to a white woman. He has to be. It must be one of those things. But all that to say <laughs> that... That is how you can come operate from a place of love, even in the face of hate. Mm-hmm. When you accept, listen, I must be lit. You know why? You must be. I have to be. Let, no, you know, you know why? Because I can curl, straighten, braid, roll, finger wave, uh, lock, uh, shit. What? What can I not do? Fade. Uh, anything you can name, bitch, I can do to my hair. You know why? Because you have the juice. That's what it is. You have the melanin and you have the juice. I've- but it's okay because we'll just steal it a couple of years later and then yeah. everything will be lit. But then we'll just come out of nowhere and say, well, when are we going to stop saying lit? Bitch, we stopped and then y'all, y'all picked it up. Stopped. So we you. had to let take it back. Let me tell you something. Okay. Because, let listen here. When it comes to slang and like verbiage, it's, I swear to God, even with songs, we will be done. Back that ass up and what the hell, anything 50 Cent and Flo Rider got out, we've been done with. And they will keep the shit going and we'll be like, why are you still doing it? Why are you still here? We let like it go DMX's when it first up. came out. Yes. But we're talking about acceptance, <laughs> not that? appropriation. Oh my god! And culture vultures. Okay, that will have to be another. We're going to say that for Black History Month. You know, well, Martin Luther King Day is coming up, and no time like the present. You're right, but okay. Well, not today. <laughs> I mean, because I'm three, I'm Black, 365. We so are. I don't necessarily. But need... it's going to be four weeks of lit next month. Fine. I was hoping we could like dig into some other shit, but well, we could dig- listen. We got some culture red. vultures are real. So, shit. Anytime is the right time. But back to acceptance. (laughs) So I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. Way back when. (laughs) That. Accepting who we are and getting over fear. Getting over the fear that we are not good enough. It's, that's literally like the motto. To accepting who you are. Like, getting over the fear that you what what you are about to reveal isn't going to be good enough. Because, to be honest with you, it's never going to be good enough. No. For everyone else. But that's the, the I guess, sad truth. Yeah. Is that you can do everything, everything right. Everything. You can do, like, you can do everything right. I'm sorry, you can build pyramids and shit. <laughs> it always comes Hello. back. You can do everything, and it's never going to be enough. No. Never. Ever. So all you can do is keep doing you. Yeah. For real. So with with that same token, I was just going to say, like, sometimes um, in, in careers, mm-hmm. we'll be trying to climb and climb and get to the top and get to the top. And unless you are out here knocking... Mrs. Walton off her pedestal. You're never going to own Walmart. <laughs> you're never going to own. I'm just saying, like you can That's climb the, name? the Waltons. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't know why I assumed that the people who own Walmart's last name was 
Walmart. Okay, that's fair. It makes sense. Well, the Walton's own Walmart. Makes sense. All I'm saying is, not even the sky's the limit. But you have to know that. Like, you have to continue to know that because it's almost like you're going to feel like you're climbing and climbing and climbing to no end. Like, you're going to feel like, shit, well, I just, you know, and and to bring it back down to real life, shit, I just paid this bill. You mean to tell me? Can we talk about it? (laughs) You mean to tell me you want more money? So, you have to accept the things, some of the things that you cannot change. Because you cannot change other people's opinions. No. You cannot change anything except what, like, what you have control of. You know? I can't do nothing about this nappy ass hair. It's going to do what it wants. It got its own mind. It ain't enough flat irons and hair products in the world to make this hair bone straight. And I've accepted that. It is okay. When I know it's going to rain or snow... The week goes on. There's nothing I can do about it. And I had to get to a point where, like, listen, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You are a thriving... This is me talking to my younger self. No, I know, I know. This is me talking to my younger self. You are a thriving... Absolutely. ...child at the time, obviously. Things that you would say to the child. Yes, like, you are going... It's going to get so much better. But it's going... Like, you're going to end up loving the shit out of yourself. Yeah. And people are going to love you for it. And even if they don't, as long as you can be in your own four walls mm-hmm. and you can be like, you know what? I, I love you. I yes. Like, you know what? You was a bad motherfucker. Like, seriously. And you get to that point. And it's so joyous. And But it takes the journey to just accepting who you are when you hear the world telling you no, no, no. You're like, listen, fuck that. Yeah. It is what it is. And you can either join join the wave. Join the wave. Or ride or off. off. Yeah, because, you know. <laughs> so, suck on my balls. Pause. Amen. <laughs> That's been my motto lately. Like, <laughs> suck on these balls. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to um, hit on real fast. Body. Body image. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think... Right now, everybody's in their New Year's resolution, <clears throat> excuse me, and people are hitting the gym and, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to eat better and I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to do more yoga and I'm going to, whatever the fuck it is that you're going to do to make your life as better than last year. Yeah. I truly hope that you stick to it. Whatever it is that you said you were going to do. I'm looking at you because I'm talking to you, not because I'm talking about you. I feel like this was not an attack. Talking to your ass. That's what I felt like. No, listen. I wanted to say, I just wanted to make sure people didn't think I was trying to shit on their New Year's resolution because it's true. I'm telling you, it's hard. Right now, the pressure's on. Because everybody's gym memberships are sky high right now, and by fucking March, it's going to be like, damn, everybody canceled. By the end of the month. But I really hope that that's not you. I hope that you continue. <laughs> I hope that you continue with your goals because you deserve it. That's it. No other reason. I wish you well because you deserve it. And as long as you know you deserve it, you'll get it. Okay. So being comfortable in your own skin is really hard. And I'm going to speak from a woman slash girl perspective because <clears throat> A, I am one. And B, because what people don't 
realize is you have so many forces. We as women have so many forces around us telling us that we shouldn't from the very beginning when we're little girls and we're being we're faster than the boys. We're louder than the boys. We can jump higher. We can climb trees better. We're being told, no, that's for boys. Girls don't do that. Since when? Why not? How come? So I think from the very, very beginning, we are constantly told not to. So how exactly do you expect us to now love ourselves in this abundant way when we've always been told that we shouldn't? We're going to make less fucking money than you guys because the world says that we shouldn't make more. We're going to be penalized, taxed for tampons and pads that we really have no, we have no control over this. You know, we need these things, but you're going to make it harder for us to afford. If you only knew, let me tell you something. This is for the uninformed. Women already know. So this is for the the other sex. (laughs) Um, And even for some women who don't realize how much they're fucking spending every year on pads and tampons, just things that we absolutely need to get through. Like, what are we, we can't just sit on a bucket. We got shit to do. It costs approximately 7 to $10 to buy a pack of pads. Okay? That is a lot of money when you only are making, say, $200, $250 a week. Because if your ass got a job that you're only making $10 an hour, you're only bringing home $250 a week. Okay? This is after taxes. $250 each. You don't have money for extra shit. So essentially what the government and whoever's putting or in these companies, they're saying these pads are luxuries. These are extra. These are things you 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 just got to fit in your budget somewhere. I don't know what to tell you. And then we have to do it. So God forbid you need pads and tampons. God forbid you have a daughter and now you and her need or multiple daughters. You know, this shit is a bill, you know. And it gets to a point where it's like, well, who's looking out for the ladies who need those things? Hopefully places like Planned Parenthood that we're not going to have anymore, right? Um, these girls are feeling or being told that what is natural for them, because they don't have nothing they can do, it's not right. It's something they're supposed to change, like their hair. Like their skin, like their lips because they're too big or too small. Or like, you know, all of these things that, like I said, we have these driving forces coming from everywhere constantly telling us. Even something, like I said, their period that's so natural that it's not supposed to happen. You are not, you need to shrink that. Somehow you need to make that shit two days instead of five or six. I don't know what to tell you. So it's really, really hard to be a woman in this in this world, like period, not just in this country, but in this world. And while body image is always thought of as like how fat or skinny you are, it's way more to it than that. So much more to it, you know? Um, I know I read an article a little while ago actually about boys actually having a higher rate of anorexia than girls because like I can't even imagine... I've never struggled with that sort of um, eating disorder. But to have your son feeling like he should be so skinny that he's smaller than the models in the magazine 
it just breaks my heart, you know? But, you know, with stuff like that when it comes to the flip side or the other side with men, mm-hmm. is that it doesn't get any type of press. No, it and doesn't. And almost as if, suck it up. Because like, be a man about yeah, it. Yeah, you're supposed to be a man. Man up. And I, as a man, I hate that with a passion. Me too. That's why you have so many emotionally disabled men in the world. Yeah. That's why you have so many men who are just stifled and cut off at the knees before they even have a chance to flourish. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, like from as early as I can remember, I always thought like something was wrong. You know what I mean? Something has to be wrong. Oh my God, you're a fat kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, well, bitch, this is how I've been since I popped out the pussy. Right. What I are you talking about? I you know what I mean? Any choice. Anyway. Yeah. So, as we just asked earlier, like, you, when you have that mentality, it took me years to really be like, listen, you are just a bigger guy. Right. Sure, you could go and, you know, lose a bunch of weight, but whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> and... It took me even once I, in my mind, was like, okay, you're you're good, you know. Um, wasn't easy because it was still these outside forces saying no. Of course. And even now, as a whole grown ass man, it is crazy to me that I always feel that even now, like something must be wrong. Like you're either fat because you don't love yourself. You are like emotionally has some type of emotional deficiency. It's so many things, yeah. but you don't have that room to ever breathe. Right. And it's like, what? Why can I just be? Right. Why you know can I, mean? I just? Why can I just be fit? Layer on top. Well, of you know, a what? bunch of other shit, and it's just like it'll drive you insane. That's also so, what women, and you know what? Like that's one of those things that I hear all the time with women, and like, um. A, a fuller woman, a, yeah. a thick woman, like you know, someone will say, uh, "Is she pregnant?" And then oftentimes you'll hear the woman also say, "Why do I have to be pregnant? Why can't I just be fit? Like, or why can't I just be thick? Why do I have to be? Why is it all of a sudden?" And, and then, and then, why is me being pregnant a bad thing? Why? You know, I, I'm telling you, I hear it all the time and it's never light for me because usually it's you trying to insult her. Which, yeah, nine times in it is. You know, you're trying to insult her by saying, oh, she must be pregnant. Okay, God bless the child that she's about to bear. Fuck you for thinking that you're yeah. actually insulting her. You know what I'm saying? And even, and we discussed this also, I know women who have beautiful, beautiful children. Four, five, six, seven children. And it's like if you have more than two, you got, whoop, she got a lot of kids. I have three, and people tell me all the time, you got a lot of kids. What made you have so many kids? There's a lot of kids, girl. I'm sorry, because <laughs> that's how many I felt like popping up. Yeah. And if the Lord says so, and he wants me to have more, then so it be. How dare you tell me yeah. how many I'm allowed to have? Because I'm not asking you to pay for them, bitch. I'm not asking you to raise them. I'm not asking you to do shit, but mind your business. That's all I'm asking you to do. And at the end of the day, <laughs> most of everything we discussed so far has been a simple mind, mind your, your damn business. business. Like, and we're all will be so much the world would be because so much nobody asked you. And even right. if I did ask your opinion, it wasn't because I really wanted to hear it. 
I was trying to make <laughs> you feel better. Exactly. Because I don't give a I shit. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. But I've heard so many times, like, um, you know, when women have, like, when I'm, and I say multiple children, I do mean more than two. I'm like, seriously. People well, with two or more. Well, that would be multiple. No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> because, I mean, it's unfortunate because I just don't think the A is your business nor your problem. But to even make her feel like she's done something wrong because she decided to have a larger family. So the fuck what? This is her body and her business. So, anyway, you know I get heated when it comes to motherhood and talking about... Keep your perspective out of my pussy. Keep your perspective, politics, and... Pinkies. There you go. Triple P's. Triple P's. None of them belong... A PQ. ...in my pussy. (laughs) Your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, God. um, So, I also wanted to say, and Mm. we didn't really get to touch on... um, In relationships, okay... It is so, to me, and I, oh, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. To me, it's so interesting how when you're meeting someone new, you, you get to choose, obviously, your partner, right? But you have to accept. Like, you have to decide from the very beginning are you or aren't you willing to accept this about this person? But then, if there's something about the person that they haven't even accepted, but you see it, do you now have to accept that before they've even accepted it? So say, I'm, say I'm a full woman, right? And I'm, I'm a little, my self-esteem isn't... A full-figure woman. A full-figure woman. And I'm not, I don't have the self-esteem that, you know... It's not high at all. But you think I'm beautiful. Regardless, you think these curves are exactly what you want. They match my fly. Okay? <laughs> but I don't see that. Yeah. And I'm I'm not where you are. You know? Do you have to accept that about me? Yes. You have to accept my low self-esteem. Yeah. And love me anyway. Yeah. Because, and that's the thing I feel, in relationships... It is a, especially romantic relationships, when you're with that person, you've decided, you've made a decision yeah. that you are going to accept this person as all. they are. As they are. Yeah. Now, you, <coughs> excuse me. I think the longevity of the relationship is contingent on whether or not you are willing to accept, the, uh, not accept, but. Yeah, I live with that those choices and yeah. the consequences yeah. that comes along with you accepting or allowing that person to be in your space in a romantic way. But that comes with friendships too. Any type of oh, relationship. Right. Because I've had plenty of friends in my lifetime and I've had friends that go on great, you know, everything's fine. But then I may see something or see a behavior or whatever, whatever, and they're just like I can't. Exactly. Like it, it clashes exactly. with who I am. Right. You know, like right. or what it's I'm willing to what I, exactly. what I'm it's willing to willing tolerate. To and it's mm-hmm. you know, I don't want you to fuck up my chakras. Right. So right. I don't hate right. you or wish you any ill will, but I can love you, you just from can't afar. Be in my tribe. That's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. and I don't think it's a bad thing, but I feel like when it's a romantic situation, mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself and honest with the person and they have to be willing to receive it because sometimes 
sometimes it's for the best. Yeah. But of course, when feelings can evolve, it's not always easy to hear. No, it's not. But but I'm just, but I said I was asking that because I think that that comes along with accepting. Yeah. <clears throat> because you are deciding to accept someone else's shit. You are now taking on someone else's shit. That process, this yeah. their process is now your process, and you have to be secure within your own process. To take on their and process. And you can't rush their process. No, at all. At all. That's and I, I say, you have to, you, you have to be willing to accept the consequences of your actions. Your actions. Because and if I you say yes, then if you have to pull in. someone else's process, to me, is one of the most selfish fucking things you can do. Yeah. Because you think you're helping by trying to push them further and deeper into this. And it's like, No. It's an individual walk. It is an individual walk. Even though you're taking on my process, you're taking it on as a supporter. That's just it. As a viewer. As a viewer, yeah. As a fucking spectator, yeah. really. An intimate spectator, because you are right there. You got front row seats. That's about it. You know, you're not on stage with me. Because I got here alone, bitch, and I'm going to die alone. Come so on I sure it. as hell don't need you to rush my process. I, I saw a quote, and I've been seeing it a lot lately, and I thought that, you know, obviously, you know how I am when I, you are the same way. When you're seeing it, it must mean something, so I'm bringing it here to offer to you all. Okay, so the quote goes something like, um, can you imagine meeting someone willing to look past the dusty corners and of your mixed up soul? Could I imagine? Could you imagine? I do imagine. Someone who loves you so deep. That they're willing to look past all those cobwebs and, you know, dirt that you got bottled up in those corners. All those little skeletons in that closet. They're willing to look past that because they love you so. I can imagine that. Like, that to me is... That's ideal. That is ideal. Because that's someone that you can be you with. Yeah. Because they have decided that, I again, I accept you. Flaws... And all. Amen. Like, legit everything about your crusty ass. I decided, cool. It's cool. I know, I know. You snore like a bear, but I love you anyway. <laughs> that was not an attack on you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen. You smell like a landfill, but <laughs> I love you anyway. Listen, whoever it is, wherever they are, I just thought that that was interesting because that is a huge part of acceptance. That, Absolutely. You know, um, relationships, friendships, you know, relationships, period. But um, friendships, romantic relationships, all of it. I think it's important that we are understanding that when we have friends, um, if we are the person who needs to be accepting, that we shouldn't be rushing our friend. All right. You know, and then if we are the person being accepted, that we also have to be patient because our friends are trying to be patient with us. So we have to give them. And I, and we, again, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but it is the idea that once you accept whatever it may be, you have to at least give those in your circle, in your whatever, your immediate, in your tribe right. to get there. Because yeah, it because is they're a, not gonna be because now that you're standing on this new path, yeah, they have to meet you there, yeah, and they can. I mean, of course, you ha- yeah, you have some people who just won't, and that's fine, right? But you have to give them that, yeah, because it's an adjustment for everybody. Because again, you have to accept their like their shit too. 
yeah. like in there. It's a constant cycle, like it life. Is. You know, the it's circle constant, of life. It really is the circle of life, but it's a constant circle. Yeah. Of me accepting you, me accepting this of you, me accepting mm-hmm. this. It, it really is, and I think um, it's almost like a four-part circle. Boop, 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 boop. But if you are doing what you're supposed to do, yeah, because I'm accepting you, and then I need you to accept me. Would that be a square? No. I'm sorry. Yes, a square. I'm I don't know. I'm like a four-part circle. <laughs> I meant square, yeah. How geometry are you on? <laughs> it's never been my thing. I got an A in geometry. God bless you. Man. How? I don't know. But. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. Um, change, change for change. No, seriously. Meeting people where they are so that you don't have to be on the same page, especially initially because you are on a new path. But You got to at least be reading the same book. You Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. I do what I can. If you've enjoyed our Fuck Fear series thus far, we really want to hear from you. Drop us a line at OutspokenSibs at gmail.com or on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at OutspokenSibs. Join the conversation. We hope to hear from you soon. So that's all for us this week. Thank you so much for listening to episode 9. Episode 9. As he loses his voice, it's slipping away very, very slowly. Hot tag. Hot tag. Hot tag to you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you listening to this week's episode. It is episode nine. Was episode nine. All done now. We appreciate it. Um, If you are... (laughs) If you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook... We are at Outspoken Sibs, and if you want to leave us some feedback, comments, questions, you can do that at our email, which is OutspokenSibs at gmail.com. And um, that wraps it up for this week, so thanks for listening. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out, Girl Scout. I can't even get it out. This is some bullshit. <laughs>